Coming to you live from Studio 13 at Power Team Studios in beautiful Orlando, Florida, it's Crumb Shoes, the Crime Scene Kitchen Podcast. All right, welcome back to Crumb Shoes, everybody. My name is Nick. And- yeah. I'm Christine. She they. Yeah. Who are you two? <laughs> Names, ranks. Oh, <laughs> hi. I'm I'm Fatty. He him. Um, not classically trained, but the other kind of baker. You know, the one with not as much information weighing them down. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and I'm T. I use he him or any pronouns other than bro. And. Ah! Uh, I am I am also a self-taught uh, plebeian pastry chef. And um, <laughs> yeah, she's she's lighter than air because we don't have thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> nice, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can just feel the freedom in your voices. Ah, yes. You're free of all that pesky knowledge. Well, welcome yeah. back can to I the just, show. Can I just say, can I just say that like, while we're talking about things that got said by the judges that we didn't hear until the show aired that comment the the lighter you know the lighter than air because we're not held down by knowledge that didn't as much bother me honestly because it was so ludicrous it made no sense yeah Um, to me the to me the one that really got to me was during the finale in the croissants and they were like you know they didn't go to school but they they look like they've They've worked really hard at it. I was like, I forget how they said it, but you know, it was like it was like they don't have school, but they they do it really well. It's like, yeah, that this whole show was about how half of the teams have done it really well without going to school. That's that's the entire premise of this season. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's so. I don't know what. I just don't know what the sentiment was supposed to be. Like, yeah, we we. We didn't just say like I'm gonna make croissants today and then look up nothing about it. (laughs) Well, and it's not like you just stumbled onto the set and we're in the finals, (laughs) right? It it was that honestly that comment got me way more than the way down with knowledge. Oh really? Just just because it was it was such a duh moment. Like the way down with knowledge, it was like I don't even understand what 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 illicit substance you just caught a whip up <laughs> but like for for me the 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 one with the like you know they haven't gone to school but they do it really well it was just like yep that is that is um that is what we've been doing this whole time exactly yes <laughs> cool thanks glad, glad we've confirmed this yeah <laughs> wow that's so true. Love it. Love it. Well, let's, let's, so in this part two, and thank you so much guys for coming back and joining us again. Uh, it means just the world to us. Uh, Cause we're going to deep dive in a season two. And I'm just, we're just going to go through all the challenges, but you know, anything you want to talk about, you know, production backstage, talking to other guests, whenever you were able to sneak away and talk to the other, um, not guests, contestants. Uh, or uh, guests. Yes, yeah. And also wardrobe. 
feel free to share anything about wardrobe. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts come up? I just love to hear it. But uh, so you you go. Uh, let's talk about because they they make a big deal out of this moment. So I want to hear your thoughts. I think you talked about it a little bit on um, your show, Bake Files. Uh, but where you go in and everyone's supposed to marvel at the set uh, when the cameras first start rolling. So what w- can you talk about what stage directions you were given or or what that moment was like for you? T, do you want to take this one? I mean, <laughs> I get like I mean, you know, we're there to do a job. <laughs> you know, like, yes. You know, like so. I will say I actually had uh, like whatever the reverse of glow up is from Great Chocolate Showdown. Because when we walked out to the set for Great Chocolate Showdown, like it actually was like a Willy Wonka's dream kitchen factory magic place. And then honestly, when I walked down to Crime Scene Kitchen, those geometric walls, they look really busted, not on camera. Like in person, oh, they look wow. like styrofoam, artsy fartsy crafts project. And like they film it really nicely. So like when you look at it, you're like, oh, damn. But like, you know, there was someone putting silver stickers on all the screw holes on the doors. <laughs> So that it looked like solid metal. They were just putting silver. Oh my stickers. god. Like, you know, just, like when you're in person, you see all of the like crusty, crusty stuff that like <laughs> doesn't show on, on camera. And so honestly, when I walked out of the crime kitchen, so I was like, oh. It's cold. It's cool because it's kind of like they're basically supporting all of us self-taught bakers. So they're just showing you that you can have a career in jerry rigging. So <laughs> we're, you're going to be fine. They're working <laughs> on another level over there. That's awesome. Well, let me ask you this then, if, if you know, because this in season one, two years prior, was filmed in California. This was filmed in Atlanta, the dirty, dirty Atlanta, Georgia, uh, they call it you're oh, like i'm strange no, that's, no. That's called that so that's a thing christine no. all right but uh so uh do you think any of the set was moved or do you think they just tried to recreate it mm. there i think it was all moved okay. okay yeah because because there were things they were talking they would talk about like oh that got scuffed during season one or whatever like there was oh. the whole the whole thing got moved Gaia. Okay. So do you they, think, do you think it was like they had to do it in a hurry or, or anything? Or do you think there was like anything damaged like during transport or like, I guess what, why does it, no, if, I, if, it if it felt rough? No, I think, I think there's, this is a nature of, I mean, you know, this from theater, like there sure. are things that are, that are meant to look really, really great from afar only, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah. So, you know, you don't walk into your your kitchen on set in your theater one-man show about being in a kitchen and you're like, what a sturdy wall this is. Like, you know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's all it's all scenic art and painting and stuff. So it's like, that you know, it's just like, I, I think Great Chocolate Showdown, even though like the walls were fake, like there were still shelves of every confection and ingredient mm-hmm. and and candy and the whole thing about crime scene kitchen is you have to ask for everything right there isn't right there isn't anything there isn't anything on display it's a blank it's right. a blank canvas so 
it's so it, the the visual theme I would say was so different like the visual theme for crime scene is like kind of dark and mysterious so there wasn't much to go oh my god wow that's that oh my god wow that's that you know there was like that back wall of each kitchen that had like the jars on it but that was about it and when we walked on great chocolate showdown it was like there was every ingredient in the world Uh. there were these towering pillars filled with chocolate there were squirrels inside of the pillars filled with chocolate (laughs) (laughs) but but it was still like it was designed to be visually enticing and i think Mm. the the goal of the set direction was a very different goal on the show and so i think just Um, crime scene kitchen isn't isn't necessarily supposed to have you walk in and go oh wow look at all of the things i'm seeing right like it's it's actually mostly a black set yeah metallic accent yeah so i you know it's it's it's, yeah i was in awe of like two things in comparison i agree with everything t said but like in terms of the crime scene kitchen versus um great chocolate showdown um with crime scene kitchen i was super impressed with the scale it is massive like when you're standing in there you have you are so small like the the ceilings are huge you're in this giant space so like I had no awareness of like how like I couldn't even tell you how many feet high the ceiling was Mm -hmm. like that's how big it is like I can't even conceptualize how how big it was um and I was also very impressed with the lighting so like whereas with like Great Chocolate Showdown lighting wasn't really a big part of like the production there was a huge like lighting aspect and light engineering that I thought was like super duper cool and mm-hmm. it kind of like it kind of made you feel more like you were like in um like laser tag like it gave me more laser tag vibes which yeah. I really loved I was just like oh my god this is gonna be so fun like how cool would it have been if we had to like laser tag game to get ingredients I'm just saying it could have been ah! like yeah. oh my god that would be amazing <laughs> you know, Fox executive you know listening <laughs> you know what I you know what I will say was the biggest catfish of all of it though that confectionator reveal on oh, TV, really? that on TV, that thing looks sensual. It caresses you as it reveals mm-hmm. the dessert. It like Super makes pervy. you feel things. You're like you're getting all like tingles on set. It has some smoke and it goes boom. It it just falls down. Like the three the three walls just kind oh of, my god a lever like a lever is released and they just kind of kerplunk down <laughs> oh like, my god all there is some like slow motion sexy camera work being done to make that thing look so sensual and it shows up and you're like that is not the grinder profile that i gave my address to <laughs> you know like it is it is See, you're shattering um, my world. No, this is the I'm most so shocking behind-the-scenes information we've ever saw. Like, I kind of giggled. I think when our when the first one was revealed, because I too had only watched the first season, so like I was like waiting for the stunning music, the orchestral fantasy, <laughs> and then it was like kerplop, and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. crazy. 
what I'm hearing from your experience, well, first of all, you completely disillusioned me mm. vis-a-vis Convectionator, but I'll forgive <laughs> you. That's why we do the shows, to know more, but then exactly. we know more, and it's like, no! Yeah, the magic's gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I also, but, have to, um, I also have to tell you, Joel McHale's actually only 3'5". He, <laughs> he wears stilts every day. Yeah. I mean, that's even more impressive. Yeah, well, if, right. and if you listen to Hell's Podcast, the Ramsey Report, you know that short is okay. That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 5'5". Five five. Patty, I see a hand up. Do you want to share a number? or? I, I'm I'm also 5'5". Five five. Um, yes! Me too. Yeah, I walk, right. See, I walk through life as if I'm seven foot, but then I stand next to someone like Joel McHale, and I'm reminded very quickly that I am very comfortably five-five. <laughs> <laughs> well, us too. So that's that's good. We, we'll be a perfect like hug shape, hugging, shaking we are tight when we meet each other. You know, correct, so great. correct. Well, to know how tall you are, T. I'm five nine and a three quarters, maybe or something. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. good to know. I um, so no, ten. but what I was thinking is if they wanted to like properly. Um, uh, motivate you to be like ooh and all when you walk in the studio they should have just had joel waiting there just with arms open right and her goddess dress yeah yeah either way i mean if yolanda was just like on a platform being held up by a bunch of men with like in harnesses and then she was just being fanned with like palm fronds like you would get the visual you would get the shock and awe yeah Yeah. Um, that would have been just, better. They just, they just didn't think of that. Yeah. Fox Again, I hope they're listening. <laughs> Season three. All right. So when uh, they when they when did you first find out you would only have two minutes instead of three for for the kitchen? Um, when they were like, "You have two minutes, go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like literally, wow, we were yeah. just like, "What?" And they're just like, "Yeah, like go." go oh my god <laughs> yeah it was not cool it was not cool <laughs> like, so oh my god did you have a game plan going in on like how you wanted to attack the kitchen or did you feel it out as as you went along i think at first we picked sides right i think we just picked no. sides we didn't even pick sides no dude the very first one was such chaos we literally just went in there and we're like okay we'll look at everything together i don't know why i went like italian new yorker there for a second no, no, yeah. <laughs> but like yeah it was it was a vibe but then like okay, we, so get we in didn't there, pick i'm that. like no we did it we learned very quickly that two minutes go real fast and you don't have time to be negotiating and talking through it like we mm-hmm. not not only did we not find the garbage, we didn't open the dishwasher. We didn't really look through the sink. We were so polite. We didn't pick things up. We didn't smell oh, no, anything. We were, very, we were very polite. So respectful. Like, literally in my head, I'm like, I don't want to bother culinary. Like, I just oh. I don't want to make their life difficult. Like, I just, you know, they work so hard. Like, that's what's the, the narrative going on in my head. And I'm like, Fatty, this isn't a food service job. Literally, just fuck it up. Like, you need to mess this up. Like... Yeah, that yeah. first one was rough. Wow. Oh, God. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, so, oh, and, and did I ask last week, do either of you have escape room experience? You didn't no. ask, and I don't. Do you? I don't. 
Okay. Yeah, no. So so going into a room and, and tearing it up like this was, was a new concept entirely, basically. Okay. Oh, yeah. Especially someone's kitchen. Like, you do not roll up into somebody else's kitchen and start looking at <laughs> Like, that is not... I'm sorry, but as a self, like, you know, self-taught baker, my mama taught me not to do that, okay? <laughs> I don't yeah. know what these professionals oh be doing. Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe those classically trained bakers tear up kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you're going through, you're feeling way you're through uh, this first challenge. It's the Atlantic Beach Pie. Uh, so uh, what... Remind me uh, where you all were on that on that one on on what you made and kind of what what you had trouble with or 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 or, or what felt comfortable on this one. I distinctly remember seeing a food processor and stuff inside it and being entirely unable to open it. <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> like legit, spent a solid ten to fifteen seconds struggling with this thing, and I just looked at Pete. I was like. I'm calling it graham crackers. Let's move on. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. What do you What do you remember, T? I, I honestly, the first one, I don't remember too much. I do remember you were like, I cannot get into this food processor, and like at the last five seconds, I think I ran over to it and like I saw inside. I was like, Yeah, checks out. Like, sounds like graham crackers. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember we were we were so delicate on that first investigation because like I mean just yeah we we were like trying to disturb everything as little as possible and so we just there was just so many opportunities for us to miss things um yeah I don't I honestly don't even remember most of it I'm I, glad I we knew I... there was a lemon curd <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> See, I like. No, go ahead. No, oh, I was just gonna say. So you went with a lemon pie with a graham cracker crust. Is that right? Yeah. Well, and then we did no. the. I mean, we did the meringue. The, the gorgeous meringue. The gorgeous meringue. Yeah we, yeah. we did the meringue. I don't even remember why. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why we had anything. You know. Point. You know why? Was, well, the meringue was correct, right? Uh, it was I think it was no. It was whipped cream. It was whipped cream. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, I was just thinking because yeah. they accidentally froze it. Right. So I was thinking it was firm, but that's why it's because it was yeah, uh, the frozen. Only, not the only element, cream. the only element we actually got right was the lemon curd. Okay. Well, it was yeah. a lemon lime curd, so. Okay, <laughs> we I still <laughs> don't actually think that. Are we sure it was a lemon lime curd? No. I'm not sure of anything. I'm still not sure. <laughs> <laughs> like. Um, I'm literally. I'm looking up my notes right now. I'm trying to find them. Um, what was I gonna say? With that dessert, like I just distinctly remember thinking in my head, like just because I can't come up with a name for it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Because at this point in the game, I'm still trying to convince myself that like they're probably gonna throw us things that like elements that do exist but a combination that doesn't exist and that's the challenge clearly i was making it much harder for myself than it already was <laughs> so i was i was playing by a whole other set of rules that i had preconceived on my own so uh were either of you familiar with the atlantic beach pie or boardwalk pie no no 
No, no. I still don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so random compared to the it's first so season random. when they did like Boston Cream Pie, which like everyone would at least know what it is. Yeah. You know. Can I can I also just state if we got Atlantic Beach Pie for the first episode? Why did not they not give classically trained the eel flotant for their first episode? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying we got like one page in a cookbook somewhere, and they got donuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if we're just if we're going on like first episode, shock you with some obscure dessert. They got donuts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's the which are really, the which are really obscure in, in America. Yeah. Yeah, the tricky part of of theirs with the donuts was was the trash can, which no one no one spotted. But I mean, fair point about as far as like yeah. as far as like uh, challenging knowledge that they certainly did not do that to them uh, with that first episode. So yeah, were yeah. they just and trying to scare everyone the, the first few episodes? I guess so. I know what. I mean, there were there were different oh, tactics, you know, like. There were so many different tactics for what was messing with you, you know, like yeah. Well, so I want to hear about yeah. the um, the piping uh, the yes. on on this on your lemon pie because uh, gorgeous, absolutely yeah. like one of the the prettiest things in either season was that was yeah the episode. So, so uh, is that had you used that technique before? Um. It's like that's my typical thing. It's just like I top myself do stuff. Like I remember, did it, like I do that. Did you do that? I'm trying to remember. I literally remember it's the style we both do. Well, so it's funny because I thought I did it. Just I because I, did it. Just because I saw it, I saw it on TV and went, "Oh yeah, that that's definitely like I did oh. that." Um, and then and then you on on um what the heck is our Instagram show? Fake Files. On Fake Files, you were like, oh, you did that. I was like, oh, probably. I was like, cool. And then I was like, I was just like, I was like, it's, and then, but what's funny is before the episode came out, I was rebaking all of the challenges and I did my little lemon meringue tarts and I did the same little half moon situation. And then the episode came out, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, yeah, I think I, we're just cosmically linked, and who knows? Yeah. So, I don't know what we were talking about. So the, something. so, the meringue. <laughs> so, it's a style yeah. that, that both of you ha- have done, did, or have done. Uh, I, I guess what, what I loved about it is that you just never see with a pie or something like that something asymmetrical. Is that something you like to play with a lot? I do. I know. I know you do as well, like... It's funny. Yeah, because, I mean, like, like, yeah, go ahead. Well, just like neither of us are spending most of our time. Well, I guess I shouldn't speak for Fatty anymore, but neither of us are making 150 of the same thing, right? So we kind of get the luxury of doing something that would be so intricate and taking 15 piping bags and 17 different piping tips to <laughs> achieve one, to achieve the look of one thing. Um, yeah. Because that's kind of how we get most of our businesses by making a really nice one thing one off yeah um you know so like 
I'm not good at making 150 crepe cakes. And I bet you Amber and Yaz could make 150 crepe cakes. So, <laughs> you know, like, I think it's just like, that's the lane that we're in. You know, like we, mm. we get to kind of have more fun in that sense. We get to make a, a bit more like tedious. Um, we have room for kind of tedious and somewhat more frivolous things sometimes in our work because uh, that's part of what we want it to be. <laughs> nice. It's nice. so like it, it to me. It really felt like you're like artists in this. You know what I mean? Like it just really came across that like you're artists, you're performers. Like you've just got that. Um, you just see things slightly differently in a way that makes it magical. Yeah, I mean, we're not bogged down. We're lighter. Uh-huh. We're just lighter, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> we're not inundated. Well, no. <laughs> and I think you alluded to at some point um, uh, last week, like you know, with the, you know, when they were asking you, oh, do you think you're at a disadvantage because you're not classically trained? And it's like, well, no, because classical trained bakers don't work in kitchens that look like this like they're mass producing in warehouses a lot of times so uh whereas this is just you're making just the one thing like you said so i mean it's it's you know just because a classical trained doesn't mean that this competition is going to have anything to do with what they're used to uh so yeah, yeah. and i, yeah, and I mean I, I think i think both sides i think both sides had things that definitely threw them off in the nature yeah. of the competition like Amber was saying all the time they had to scale their recipe down by like a hundred because oh, wow. their, you know, their cheesecake recipe was for a banquet of cheesecake. Oh and so they had their cheesecake recipe that was like, you know, needed 16,000 pounds of cream cheese. And she's like, okay, but I need one. I need one. <laughs> you know, so it was like, so they had to do, I mean, you know, we, each side had to do things yeah in ways that we don't normally in ways that we don't normally do them so like it was all i mean everyone was adapting on the fly the whole time while also not being sure of if any moment if you're doing the right thing yeah did you hear amber yaz calls culinary for sixteen thousand pounds of cream cheese because that would have been amazing (laughs) you know we saw a cisco truck arrive like in the middle of a challenge (laughs) and i didn't I didn't really know if like that was a clue that we were supposed to realize, but you know, come to think of it. Yeah. It you know, and that cool. reminds me, uh, uh, several teams have alluded to there were catering issues at the beginning. <laughs> Is that at the some... beginning? Or, or I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I, I, this is not a question I've followed up on yet uh, with any of the teams I've talked to or, or just heard, cause I've heard several teams talk about this. Is this something we can we can go into and what the issues were? And because I've just heard a lot of people yeah. basically thanking Joel for taking care of it. So uh, so because it just when he says Cisco truck, that made me think of 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 catering. So uh, can you talk about what the the problem was and how it was resolved? I'm gonna point up here to <laughs> okay. my the breakfast roast. Yeah. Let me get comfortable here for a second. The library's open. Let me just put my glasses on. Um, okay. Did they not have enough? They didn't have enough Zatar is, is, was the problem. Girl, yeah. I wish that tip of the iceberg. <laughs> um, that was it. That was really it. That was the issue. That was the one yeah. problem. Um, honestly, okay. 
here's the thing. The food was very like straightforward for the most part. The issue that T and I had very often was that we are both lactose intolerant. Oh. Fortunately in, well, whoever was catering just really enjoyed their cheese. So there was a lot of cheese, a lot of dairy, and like a lot of things. So it kind of limited your options. I also don't eat pork. So there were like, like that limited options too, but like, there was food available there was enough nourishment I wouldn't say that it was like the best food ever but like every now and then Joel would like come in and like we'd be like after lunch and he would just ask oh so how was lunch today and like there were certain teams that were a little more vocal about their discontent and I'm not gonna name names because I'm not gonna be that girl sure um I was more of just the attitude of just like, you know, everybody's working really hard and trying to make it happen. And Joel would come in and be the hero for a minute and be like, okay, well, I'm going to get a surprise for everybody. So like he would just order like he got a smoothies once and like it was it wasn't just for like us. It was for the whole lot. So it was like for like anybody who worked on the show, anybody who just happened to be there for the day, including Curtis and Yolanda, like got to enjoy, like there was smoothies one day. There was an, um, there was a, a coffee one day. And then there was like a food, food thing one day. I can't remember what it was, but there was. Yeah. He would just basically like rent a food truck from somewhere in the city. He would just like, I'm sure he like sent a person out and he was like, Find yeah. a cool food truck and just pay them for the day. Yeah. To go and on would, set. Wow. Yeah. And like you literally order as much or as little as you wanted, and it would just be as while supplies last kind of thing. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. There was, was also, I don't remember the context for this, Fatty, but I remember at one point we were there very late. Like, it, I don't know why, but it wasn't many people. It was like, mm-hmm. it was a few people. Yep. And I don't remember why, but we just asked for different food. And yes. someone went to, like, Panera and, like, got us other food. Yeah. And we weren't, like, we weren't, like, I, how dare us, like, be fed this yeah. filth. Like, <laughs> we were just, like, like, is there another option? And they're, like, yeah, what do you want? And we were, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, what's, re- what's available? And they were, like, yeah. I remember what, what happened. What was it? We were both just like honestly physically not wanting to continue eating the same food because it just started to get really heavy. And you're there, like you really are there the whole day. So like you don't really have an opportunity. And like they give you snacks and like you're definitely like kept going and stuff. But like we just wanted salads. Like we wanted greens. And That's we, right. Right? Like we wanted greens. I forgot. Wanted, like a super clean, simple, like our bodies were just craving. And we're sure. Eating, so we're like making sugary stuff the whole time and tasting it and like carbs. So like it just got to a point where we're like, we've been here for a few weeks now. You, oh, we're eating yes. meals with y'all. I would love some just grilled chicken and like strawberries and spinach. Like, is that possible? Yeah, no, I remember because I think that same day, I think the reason we asked for it was breakfast was like cheesy powdered eggs. And then the the lunch was like grilled cheese, cheesy, cheesiness, cheesy time. Oh my God. And so both and I had eaten as little as possible all day because (laughs) we were like, we have to, we have to not be needing to like go to the physically make ourselves sick all day. Yeah. You know, because like when you have when you have a baking challenge where you have to bake for four hours, yeah, it's really shitty. <laughs> it's a really horrible use of the word, but like when you're like, "Yo, I got to peace out for like twenty five thousand minutes for a second because I am, I am not well and I need to 
I need to expel some unwellness. <laughs> some um, unholy. And so, like, we were just e- we were just eating as little as possible, and then they were like, "Okay, so dinner is you know cheesy McCheeserton," and we were like, <laughs> "Listen, we don't want to be those people, but like we're we gonna be those people." Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, they literally didn't care. They were like, "Yeah, okay," and they like sent a PA out, and like they were like, "Here's the three restaurants that are closest. Like, pick from the menu. We'll go grab it." And it was like it was not an issue at all. It was great. Did you start doing oh. that every day thereafter? That's what I would have done. No. No, no not every day. It was, <laughs> it was just one of those things where, like, I think in a situation like that, when you're just kind of churning out food, you don't necessarily get to, like, sit there and think of, like, what's the menu for the day and, like, what mm-hmm. kind of varieties are you providing? Because that's not really the that's not really the job. You know, the job is, like, have a protein, have a starch, have a have a vegetable and like call it a day. And so like there were just days where like, you know, the luck of the draw was that the three meals were like all three meals that Fatty and I yeah. really just did not want to eat. Yeah. I'm I, I'm glad that they were so good at reacting when there was an issue. I'm just surprised that, you know. If it's known that you two don't, you know, avoid dairy, that like there are whole meals without an option for you. Like that's that's not, you know, lactose intolerant is not an abnormal request. Listen, I'm just going to I'm just going to give I'm going to answer with an anecdote from Great Chocolate Showdown. (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and mute myself now. (laughs) I'm assuming you already know where I'm going with this. Um, the first day we arrived, we had one handler who was like in charge of handling all 10 of us. And he asked us all of our dietary needs. He asked us li- dislikes, allergies, preferences, intolerances. He made this huge list. And then two days in, we got Frida, who was like our real handler. And the reason she wasn't there was she was getting married. So she showed up like two days after she got married to take care of us for the rest of our time on set. And all of a sudden we started getting these foods and we're like, hey, what's up? And she was like, no one gave me this list. She's like, no one gave me this list. And so instantly she was like, of course, please tell me everything. And then she like essentially made the list again and then she fixed everything. But like, there's t- in TV, there's so many people running around mm. doing so many facets of jobs and they switch over half the time. Ugh. Like you're someone, someone's on culinary and then three seconds later, they're fitting you for twos because they're also <laughs> a ward, like they've done wardrobe before and wardrobe needed an extra person. And so different people are picking up jobs and switching jobs all the time. And it's just, there's so much that gets lost. You know, like, there's just so much that gets lost. And, like, you know, I was, honestly, yeah, I think it happened. You know, it's just, it's a huge machine. Yeah. The huge machine with many parts. Yep. That's incredible. Like, I had no idea. I just assumed that, like, all craft services were, like, you know, your uh, Lady Gaga in the green room on, like, The Tonight Show. (laughs) (laughs) I love that thought for you. Thank you. (laughs) 
mean, I will say there were some food highlights, though. There was, like, some really great jerk chicken that we got a few times. That was really, oh, really yeah. good. Yeah, I think there was, like, five people who did craft services, and I think there was one of them that really enjoyed flavor. And so, <gasps> like, when they rotated out, you didn't know what day we're getting, and then it was flavor day, and, like, all of a sudden it was exciting. It was really um, good. So, Yeah. <laughs> okay back to the challenges um uh so the Atlanta beach pie we talked about that and then the elimination challenge for that one was the upside down cake <laughs> pineapple <Right>. cake <laughs> um, excuse me we're not done with talking about atlantic beach pie oh i'm sorry what else do you want to say what else do you want to say on that well all i wanted to share was that <laughs> this was the beginning this was the beginning of a storyline that did not make it on tv but it will live forever in my heart, which is because of my courage, Yolanda proposed to me and I said yes. And so our love story began with that lemon curd. Oh! And, there, and there is a photo of us in one of the episodes where we took our prom photo together. Um, ah! And I am sad that this entire storyline did not make it on TV. Also, like, of course it didn't. But, but yeah, I just, I just wanted to share that, Yolanda, you are always and forever still my wife. Oh, my God. Yay. I'd be so happy to find out about it now, but I want all the footage. Yeah. Like, are you have pictures of any of this? What? You have pictures of this, this prom? I just, we just yeah curtis curtis took the prom photo for us yeah so i want to see that yeah that sounds amazing i'll send it to you it's okay it's thank fatty. you fatty is obviously the best man obviously <laughs> yeah i'm clearly making the wedding cake topper duh yeah <laughs> yes we need that honey pot good good yeah, girl she <laughs> You bring all the luck. <laughs> oh I, I'm a no, I'm a notary public in the state of Florida. I can marry you here. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> I wouldn't want it's, to be married here either. It's still a gay marriage, no matter who's in it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Love it. We're not even allowed to say gay. So yeah, <laughs> we're fighting. We're fighting we're for fighting. it. Uh, all right. Uh, Oh, well, before I move on, okay, is there anything else on. in the Atlantic Beach Pie that you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, what else did you have to say? I mean, I think I think that episode, I think that challenge very much set the tone for the entire show because you had five teams watching this one team go up with this saltine <laughs> crust and all five teams were like, <laughs> those silly gooses, they're so wrong. And then instantly, car crash. <laughs> we, <laughs> so like that. I think that it, that exact feeling set the entire tone for the show. Of like, you do not get to feel comfort, or <sighs> or or informed until it is revealed. There is no like, even <sighs> if five teams make one thing. And one team makes another thing. Like even if five teams made the exact same dessert, you don't get to feel like you are safe mm. until the reveal is until the dessert is revealed. And that was like that that like mental switch was big. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's gotta, that's gotta mess with you. Um, because I can tell you right now, before that, before that confectionator dropped, we would all have put zero money on Steph and Cherry. We wow. were like, so, uh, you know what? so okay. did you, did you think you were going to win that challenge? No. No. <laughs> Not even with the proposal. Oh, no. Because no. it wasn't about whether you were good. We knew, we knew that from, we knew yes. that from minute one. Yeah. We knew that you could, being good could help you win a challenge because if everyone made the same thing and you were the best version of that, you could win the challenge. But it just means you don't, that doesn't mean you don't go home. That just right. means you won the challenge. But there was no actual benefit to winning the challenge other than like the street cred of it and, yeah. and like, and immunity. But like, it was all of, it was always about being right yeah um so uh, did did you have a thought of who you thought was going to win that challenge before the confectionator came down oh that's such a good question i like we all made different stuff that was the problem is that we yeah, it was all slightly different yeah so it was just like i remember just thinking maybe we'll have enough elements right that will be okay but yeah. does that even really matter? Because right. the next thing is kind of a watch. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Right. But I definitely had the vibe yeah. like saltines. Like that sounds great. Like I think I I think I would like that, but that sounds weird. Yeah, I, I don't think for me. I think for me, I might. I mean, I, I'm just I'm just guessing based like because I can't factually prove this to myself. <laughs> but I could see my I could see myself in that space thinking. Okay, it's definitely not Steph and Cherry. They went in a totally wrong direction. Um, so out of the other five teams, I could see like some of the fact that our flavors were great pushing us to get immunity, not even though, like not even with all of the things correct. Like I knew we weren't 100% correct, but I thought maybe we could just like edge our way into like de facto immunity Almost, sure. you know, like, yeah. So you, it I seems can. like you both. It seems like you both thought there was a good chance that no one was exactly right. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, I mean, you all just like, kind of. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? I mean, I think I think also like all six teams. This was our first time up at the plate, so no one walked in with any convictions of anything. Right. Like I feel like even if even if one of us picked up a note card that said it's an Atlantic Beach pie, just yeah. make that. I think you would have been like, well, I found this card in in the cutlery drawer. Um, <laughs> maybe you know, like like no one had any <laughs> belief that anything they no. knew was true was real. So. Right. I, and I think half of it is attitude, you know, like when people walk up there and they're like, we know it's this because we saw this, this and this. Yes. It's like, oh, OK. Like, do you remember when Kathleen and Hannah said everything sounds right when someone else says it? Yeah. Yes. I love that quote. Like, I, I think the the parentheses right after that is everything sounds right when someone else says it with conviction. Correct. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. And I That's think what... none of us had any conviction yet. We were just yeah. like, ah, as we've established, Christine is very suggestible, so she understands. Yes, yes. Same. 
same girl, same. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, and I'll also say that this this also set a, a precedent uh, storyline throughout that no matter what, right or wrong, you two were going to make the best tasting, best looking thing because damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You I, all are, I may uh, have been to that serving spoon with my graham cracker crust. But she still tasted real good. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah, we totally forgot about that because the other stuff was so good. So do, it's fine. do you know what happened on the crust? Oh, yeah. I compacted it. Like, because, okay, no, no lie, no lie. I was talking to T the whole time I was making it. I had no recipe and I've only made it once before. Because oh, one no. of the things that you make and you're like, oh my God, there's like no thought in this whatsoever. It's melted butter, right. grits, crackers, and salt, whatever, you know? And I just kept compressing and compressing oh. and pushing harder as if I was like trying to resuscitate this crust. And then I overbaked it on top of everything. Oh, I just no. threw it in the oven forgot to put a timer on and then started to smell it. And I was like, oh, I think she's ready. And then I just pulled it out. And I was like, let's roll with it, T. We don't have any more time to make anything else. And so that was it. Like, I did a terrible job. I did a terrible job. I will I will say I just connected in my head that you, Curtis, and that serving fork had a whole love story. Because <laughs> then we get to sticky buns and he just threw it away. That's right. He was like, he was like, I don't Full even circle. care about my serving fork. There was fork. a callback. He's like, you can he was like, you can break any serving fork of mine you ever see, because I just want to eat everything you make. That's so, there. amazing. There I is. love that. So there you go, America. You're welcome. Yeah, America. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, if we're if we're talking like value, you know, like if we're just talking value, um, would you invite T and Fatty to be on your like food escape room team? Thank you. Probably not. But would you hire us to make you the most foods ever of all the deliciousness? Yeah. Yeah. Although to be and, fair, like, we would in- invite you to both, but yeah. You should. It I mean, would thank you. Today. Appreciate it. Let's do both. Appreciate yeah. it. But I mean, like going on this show. That's okay. It'll be fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like, I mean, like going on this show, of course, like I would have loved to win. But like, I think we, I think we did pretty good. I think we're, I think we're fine. Especially um, if we're (laughs) self-taught. Really? Really? The fact that we didn't go to school, but we look like we study things. Exactly. (laughs) It's almost as though you studied. Yeah. I know it's it's really wild I mean I wish I could say I don't throw things together last minute but clearly as I just explained about graham cracker crust <laughs> like, all the time. like I literally do it all the time uh obviously the goal is to win the show but did you have other goals for what the two of you wanted to accomplish on the show for me it was really like legit just have a good time and like I, it sounds so cheesy because like my goal really was just like spend time with tea as long as possible and just have a really good time and push myself and not be afraid and like trust in our partnership and grow as a baker and honestly like get my brand out there like get my name out there get my face out there let people know that we exist that we're doing the work that we want to entertain you and fill your hearts and your mouths and your tummies and like do all the things you know and yeah, I, just, I wanted to have fun. I don't know about you, T. No, I mean it was five weeks of bake away, bake away sleep, bake away sleep camp, sleep 
away bake camp with Fatty O'Day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't say I went in being like, let's show America that we are, like, literally the most right. delicious dessert makers. Because in the end, we didn't know what we were going to be baking. Correct. You know, like, we could yeah. have gone in and they would have been like, make sourdough bagels. And I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, like, definitely like have fun and like don't lose my mind this time um and then like the side quest that kind of appeared to us was just keep slaying like <laughs> just yeah. just keep, like just keep the judges and joel delicious and happy by eating all of our stuff and talking about it because yeah. um the amount of good press <laughs> that fatty and Ooh. i got from being on this show just like and yeah. for, for consistently failing, like consistently getting it wrong. Like we literally got it kind of right one time. Like that was yeah. it. No, we never got a single one right. No. Are you ever. serious? No. We didn't it's, get a single challenge 100%. Even like, well, we'll go through it in like a we cut up our apples and tart to 10 and you're not supposed to do that. Like, so whatever. <laughs> Oh, but I mean, aside from that, it's pretty close, right? The tart to tan. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, they could have got There's... us on a technique. Yeah. Nah. All right. Well, we, we'll count as we go along. But uh, they're saying they only got one thing like kind of right the whole season. <laughs> True. Yeah, I feel like. All right. Well, let's 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 count. So upside down cake. Get ready to be let down. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, upside down cake is uh, T's nemesis. That is, yeah, kind of- <laughs> right. So, so here's the thing we've talked about when we kind of analyzed this on the show. We're talking about how, like, a lot of times with ingredients, like we can't tell from 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 home, watching from home, we can't tell what's empty or full because we may get a quick shot of it at an angle being picked up. You know, right. So, so yeah. T, this is this is your moment. This is your time. Have it. <laughs> Describe in okay. excruciating detail what that pineapple jar looked like inside and out. Okay, so I'm going to show you. I, I know this is not a visual medium, but for the people that are on the Zoom call, this is the jar, right? Okay, there so it's holding a stack. Uh, yeah, you're I'm oh, holding you're my hand to the giant Okay, seat. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. There is a stack of actual pineapple rings. That goes no further than, let's say, five-eighths of this jar, okay? Then there is juice, like, you know, the juice of pineapple, juice de pineapple, that goes to, let's say, six to seven-eighths of the jar. I don't consider juice to be a, a, a limit or a hindering factor in whether or not something was used in a pineapple upside down cake. So I just went, well, I would assume if they were making this, the jar of pineapples, the rings would go to the top of the jar if it was full. The word full usually implies that there is no space left. Right? <laughs> if you get into a if you go into an elevator and they say it's full, one would hope that there are too many bodies in the elevator and you cannot get in. I could put 
an entire another stack of pineapples into that jar and still shut the lid. So I'm going to assume that that <laughs> lid, that, that jar was used. Fatty, any thoughts? I fully support my client and teammate on this. Sure. <laughs> I will. I will provide. Acquitted. Yes, I will provide no counter narrative. I will not cross-examine the witness. I will simply accept it as a hearsay statement of fact and <laughs> my client's affidavit, and we shall move on. All right, cool. Thank you. Oh my god. I'll, I'll invoice you for the transcript later. Um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it sounds right to me. I would think the same thing. I mean, like, I mean, we hadn't yet figured out that there had to be essentially two evidences right. per thing. Correct. Yet, mm-hmm. like, if you saw the jar of pineapples, you needed to see a piece of pineapple in the trash or, like, I don't know, yeah. huh. pineapple on the zester. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. This was my common issue is whenever, and this is for anyone who's planning on doing season three, this is my kernel of wisdom to you. Anytime you find yourself filling in blanks, stop, because it is not your job to go to conclusory statements. It's actually your job to just simply absorb the information that's available to you. So when T, and it happens subconsciously, T was like, oh, this looks full. And in my head, I'm like, you're absolutely right. It is. So it was not used. Or, or rather, sorry, the the other way around, like where it doesn't look full to me. And I'm just like, yeah, you're totally right. That makes sense. And it's clearly like a can, like it was canned pineapple. So they are no longer in the can. Therefore, the can was open. So like I had filled in all those conclusions where there was no evidence of a can. There was no can opener. I wasn't supposed to be thinking about that. I was simply supposed to interpret the clue in front of me. Right. So when I look at it that way now in hindsight, plus like many, like a full year between me and that stupid stack of pineapple slices, um, which I still love pineapple. Um, now <laughs> I can see, you know, but yeah, she filled in a lot of blanks that didn't need to happen. And yeah, try not to do that if you're doing this show. That's so tough though. Cause like if it's not full, there's like you would think there would be a reason. Yeah. And you have no comparison. Like you have right. No right. So it's like what is it's so relative, right? Like what's full and what's yes. Yeah. Well, and then like, yeah, the funny thing I, is I can tell you, I can tell you exactly what happened was <laughs> they bought they bought a can of pineapples and, and because of set decoration, they can't have branded products. So they put everything in those jars. And so they told a kitchen person, put the jar of pineapples in a jar. And they opened the can, dumped it in, shut the lid, and called it a day. Right. And no one took into account that that jar, I mean, maybe they did take into account, but, like, that jar is going to hold that amount of pineapples in whatever way that jar yep. received. You know, like... Yeah. So, yeah. did it it's look... the jar's fault. You know, like, did it look <laughs> half yeah. full? Also, yes. But, like, I'm sure also... The um the bacon in the fridge was the a bacon one jar. package of bacon. Yeah, yes. one package of bacon was put into a jar, wow. and so you had to you had to not look at any of the packaging on set as like logical packaging. It's oh, not the original it's not. packaging. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's set decorated packaging. So huh. you can't ever look at that and and believe 
things based on the size of the package. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's right, Craig. You know? We never would have thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's crazy. interesting is in that exact same challenge, they did have a like comparatively half empty and then full thing when they had the two different types of oils. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? Oh, uh, the, um, right. Was there olive oil? Olive oil and canola oil. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't even remember any of that. I don't remember that either. One was like half full and one was full. Oh, mm. yeah. You're right. I forgot. I believe that was a thing. Yeah. Or I'm making it up. That was definitely a thing. I don't remember which challenge it was on, but I guess that I think, makes sense. I think it was that. Okay. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but uh, all right. What's, uh, T, do you, do you feel better now that you got this off your chest in front of America and everyone? No, obviously not. Um, but all, all the people on the Reddit thread that are dedicated to the jar of pineapples, um, thank you for seeing me and and holding space for our struggles and um, continue the fight. Thank yep. you. Yeah. Never forgive, never forget. <laughs> and eat more pineapples. It's fine. Yeah. Eat, more, <laughs> eat more pineapples. Yeah. It's not their fault. All right. That's true. <laughs> So, uh, so uh, you're safe. Uh, Donovan and Davion had to go home. Had you interacted with them at all? Because I mean, it was it was so new at that point. A little bit, very little. Yeah, okay. all right. Like very, very little. But but they were super nice. Like I like they were very very. very nice. uh, yeah, I talked more to Donovan. Uh, sorry, to Davion than Donovan, and he was really really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Davion was our first guest. Yeah, he was and really... And we'll have to reach out to Donovan at some point as well. But, yeah, uh, totally. I mean, we're friends with him online. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, all right, so you're safe for one more episode. Did you feel... Were you just... Uh, at that point, were you relieved? Were you just upset about the pineapple? Were you... What, what, were, the, what were you... What were the emotions at this point? I'm multifaceted, okay? I can be many things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't spend all day thinking of the fall of the Roman Empire, okay? I have other feelings and thoughts. Um, so yeah, no, I I think I was I was relieved because like there's always that worry. And you know, I'm just there is the worry that you're the first person to go home. Yeah. And I don't care who says that that's you know, you got here. You yes, obviously you got here, all of those things, and also you're the first person to go home. It's it's not fun to yeah. have that be. Your your title, you know. So we made it through to live a uh, barely one more day. <laughs> <laughs> so you avoided that, yeah. and your next task is brownies. Uh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, so pretty much. So this one, for those who don't remember, it was clear that it was going to be brownies, but it was. There were six recipe cards. And uh, there was some indication that it was two out of those six were used. I don't remember. Two pans. Two pa- oh, two pans, right. Two pans. Um, so also could have been a sandwich brownie, a two-layer brownie. So. And yeah. two pans and the card that I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Syllable. When I read it as, by figure out which brownies you can make <laughs> and i thought oh, it's brownies and i said it's brownies moving on with that card i already figured out the clue from that <laughs> it was just to tell us it's a brownie and um i it never occurred to me in a thousand to million years 
that any of the words other than the word brownie on that note card mattered at all. So, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Money, please. Hey, Sam. It's Christine here. I just wanted to let you know about some of our other things that Power Teen Studios is making right now. We have another podcast called Hell's Podcast, The Ramsey Report. Now, that podcast is not as family-friendly as our others, but it is basically Nick and I are re-watching all of Gordon Ramsay's television shows, which is like you know, between 20 and like a billion shows, recapping them, reviewing them. We're like fans of the shows and we also have a few criticisms sometimes too. But if you're into Gordon Ramsay shows, um, I think you would really enjoy it. Hell's Podcast comes out every Friday. We also have the Power Teen Trivia Podcast. This one is our flagship podcast and it's been in the work for actually like three years. Nick and I used to have a pub trivia company locally here in Florida, but um, when COVID happened, of course, you know, that took a toll. So uh, we really wanted to make a podcast out of our trivia games. So we finally have. It's two trivia teens and they battle it out for trivia supremacy. It is a blast. We do it like a real game show and uh, we really think y'all will enjoy it. It's general trivia, so it definitely has stuff that would appeal to everyone. And you can play along from home, and it is completely family-friendly. We're putting those out every other Tuesday, alternating with crumb shoes. So be sure to check out our other podcasts. Also, I just want to remind you, we have a Patreon. If you would like to uh, support us in any kind of monetary way, that would be super amazing. Um, We have three tiers. There's a $3 a month, a $5 a month, and a $7 a month. At the $5 a month tier, you get a monthly shout out on our podcasts. And at the $7 a month tier, you get entered in a drawing where you can win a an hour-long chess lesson with Nick, who is awesome at chess, or an hour-long baking session with yours truly. And I'm, you know, pretty good at baking. So be sure to check us out on Patreon under Power Teen Studios. And more than anything, we want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for everything. Um, any way that you can support us, including listening, is the greatest thing. And we appreciate you so much. So, so, so two different brownies. What was never was never uh, a, a thought for either of you. No, like I was still stuck in the world of like, oh, they're gonna ask us to make things that aren't really things that are gonna become things. So, like, mm-hmm. I was just still stuck in that world where I was filling in blanks. I'm like, two pans, brownies. Obviously, they're stacked, even though I've never seen that anywhere. I'd see it here. Well, so also, we were going in, in first, first season, season. They always made one thing in each challenge. Yeah, right? so. In the first season, anyone who made two things, they were like, you're hedging your bets. So we were also essentially Maybe. groomed to not do more than one yeah. thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now, no, it's... now, as you'll see through the season, they don't care 
anything about what they've done previously. And <laughs> they don't no. give a single they don't give a crap. So they'll do they'll make it all of a sudden about making a can of soda as one of the challenges because <laughs> um but like at the time we were still thinking there was some type of like you know how like I forget what it is, but like you know how reporters you're not allowed to like attack reporters in like war in in other countries. You yeah. know, like like there's there's some of those truths. Like you can't mm. you can mess with the rules, but you can't mess with that rule. <laughs> and so it was like, you know, I don't know. I thought it was like that. You know, like they can't they can't make us make more than one thing. That's a that's right. a fact. Yeah. <laughs> and then they change the game on you every week. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. Every week. Yeah. Literally so, every week. But the good thing is. That double stack, stack brownie became iconic, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, mean, we are iconic, okay? Always and forever. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was gorgeous, and they said it tasted amazing. Uh, Fatty, we talked a little bit about your brownies at the end of the last episode, but do you want to talk more about your brownie process at all? Yeah, um, I love my brownie. Um, every now and then I'll eat it and I'll be like, wow, she is really good. Um, and so I basically make uh, a meringue based brownie. So essentially after it bakes, it like rises like a, a meringue based dessert, like a pavlova or something. And then it collapses and then it has this really shiny crust that's very firm and like has a crisp and then it like goes into like a chewy fudgy situation and i make a gluten-free nut-free version that's what i sell online it's what i sell at all my markets it's my gluten-free option i can obviously make it not gluten-free but i make my own gluten-free flour mix so i know every single element of that dessert and like how it works like on the chemistry level and like every flavor profile and whatnot so I like I knew when we when T said brownies I was like we're gonna be fine like I yeah <laughs> yeah if nothing like, else it's gonna be delicious yeah exactly and like I make an amazing cream cheese frosting that I pair with it all the time and I usually like I made this brownie on Great Chocolate Showdown and it was like the Purdy's challenge so like I won that challenge too like this brownie is literally award winning like she knows what she's doing she's fine <laughs> wow that's so awesome well, it sounds so amazing and, like ever since you talked about it on the last interview I've just been like dreaming about this brownie yeah and yeah. I I contributed by um, tempering chocolate and dipping that's mint leaves into it that's true that is, that's awesome <laughs> no, I also I also made this like thing that is not shown on the show at all because it did not matter. Um, what did you I just, no, I made that um mint white chocolate ganache Correct. that went in the middle of the sandwich yes. as well. Yeah, like I don't even know why I made it. I <laughs> I don't know why. Like honestly, I'm glad they didn't show it because I was like, what was I doing? So my main contribution. My main contribution for this challenge was to temper chocolate and dip mint leaves into them. <laughs> nice. You did piping too. You did pipe. There you go. Oh, I did pipe. You did pipe. <laughs> I did pipe. CT, so you're important too. <laughs> yes. He's my boobaloo boo. Yeah, but really, but really, Fatty was riding my coattails the whole time. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, he's about to remove her nails and that came on. He's like, <laughs> so, well, all right, since, since you've, since you've invoked that, 
I don't know if, if our listeners know about this because I think this is something you brought up on fake <laughs> files. Uh huh. So I don't. Uh, so for our listeners, what do you want to go ahead and explain that comment? Because you're making it ironical. You're not actually saying that. This this was either. I don't know if this was entreme or, or croissants. It was, yeah, one it was late in the game. Yeah, I think it was. It was entreme or croissants, but it was one of the challenges where it was kind of my thing, and we did really well. And then Curtis, out of the blue, clearly prompted for anyone that's wondering. Clearly. If you don't, if you don't watch this show, he, Curtis is a brilliant critique of food, and he is a masterful judge. And he got edited to sound like a robot. So I just yeah. want you to know that, like, you are not getting the Curtis Stone experience by watching the show. Okay. But he was fed this line through a producer. Clearly, I cannot pin this on him because it would never come out of his mouth Agreed. on his Agreed. own. And he just looks at me and goes, "So like." T, do you feel like Fatty's been riding your coattails to get to this finale? And I just started laughing. I was like, what? (laughs) It was was such a preposterous question. And like at the time, I'm sure I didn't give this like eloquent of a response, but I'm like, yeah, like like that brownie, that sticky bun, like just all of like all these things. Like, no, clearly he's been riding my coattails. Like Like, we both just just, like looked at each other and laughed. Like it was just like, yeah, like really, like also like, like we like you, like we're vibing. Like, why would you bring that energy here? And like it was just, and I, I only said brownies. Like that was the only word that came out of my mouth. And I also was just like, that's all I really need to say, to be honest. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, wow. I, think, I think at the time, I, I'm pretty sure at the time my answer was um, the only reason we are in this finale is because each of us got each of us, each of each of us has carried the other one through different challenges. And yeah. so I wouldn't be here to be making this challenge if it weren't for Fatty. Yeah. So like, that was yeah. It was it was a preposterous moment. That's so. Insane. And I'm glad it didn't air because like, I feel like if it aired, Twitter would have come for Curtis Stone in mm-hmm. such a bad way. And, and I, I love him too much. Say when he asked the question, he even chuckled a little bit. So it almost felt like he was repeating it as it was coming into his ear, and he oh, wasn't no. thinking about it because he literally said it. He's like what like he just looked, like, <laughs> like did i just say that I like 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 every it was like a fart in an elevator like everyone yeah. was just like <laughs> oh <laughs> like like well we're here now <laughs> oh wow wow <laughs> well unfortunately Chris, it sounds like Team Fatty are giving you a pass for regurgitating that that question, but it also we sounds are. like uh, again, like you said last week, like stand by those brownies that you love so much, Curtis, and and let let's fund let's fund these guys. Yeah, this fruity spice, right? And that'll yeah. that'll truly absolve you of, of having yes. said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. So Basque cheesecake. Let's go to Spain. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to talk about this one because, one, we both knew what it was immediately, okay? Oh, Oh my God. We both said it. We said it in the interviews, and we said it in the investigation. I was just like, this is a Basque cheesecake. He's like, this is a Basque cheesecake. And then we looked at each other, and we're like, bitch, do you know how to make a Basque cheesecake? (laughs) (laughs) And the answer was, 
no. So not only did we not know how to make it, we also have never eaten it. So like, I don't even know like how it's supposed to feel or taste. Right. Or yeah. I was just like, we really only have one option. We just have to make a crustless cheesecake and some version of that because that's what we're being asked to make. But it's yeah. not going to be great. So one of the things that we are coached on is all the time we had this lovely floor producer, Donna, who was always saying, what do you think it is? What could it be? What could it not be? She said yeah. that eight bazillion times because she wants you talking everything out. So in the crime scene kitchen, during the investigation, the moment we knew there was no crust, I said, okay, Basque or Japanese? Yep, yes. And then I kept saying it. And then I forget exactly why, but at some point we ruled out Japanese because I think there was no meringue it, anywhere. It was, the, it was the burnt parchment. Burnt parchment, okay. And then we're like, Basque. And it yep. was like, it was a fact. Like, yep. It was like, we we were like flight attendants saying goodbye on the plane. Like, we were like, Basque or Japanese? Thank you. Bye-bye. Basque or Japanese? None. Basque or Japanese? Basque, 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 ba Basque. And it was like, <laughs> we said it eight billion times. Yep. And then, and I, and I, I'm not going to throw anyone under a bus. No. I will just state, if you take a regular cheesecake recipe and you bake it at the temperatures required for a Basque cheesecake, that cannot taste good. I promise you right now, that cannot taste good. It's going to be dry. Having said that, I will also not name names and just state, I can see how for entertainment purposes, right. the people who made the most visually correct dessert needed to have a success. Mm. And so things were overlooked. Like, the oh. fact that that must, that must have tasted like a dry quiche. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Totally. Because the thing I told, I was like, I told Fatty, I was like, I am not going to bake a cheesecake at a high enough temperature to burn the outside. Yes. It will be disgusting. Yep. And that is something that Fatty and I will not compromise on is yeah. will it taste bad? <laughs> like, you know, like we will, we will go, we will go home for many reasons. We will not go home for it tasting bad. That is not on our agendas, no ma'am. So we, you saw what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At some point, and I might have imagined this, did during bake files, did, was it like they told you you had to call it a crustless cheesecake as opposed to a Basque cheesecake? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's like heartbreaking. They, they, they knew they needed to get the word Basque out of our mouths. Right. Yeah. Because in fairness, it wasn't Basque. Like, Basque yeah. is a different process. It's different ingredients. It's different liquid or, like, uh, water content. Mm -hmm. It's really not, technically. It's just an American cheesecake without a crust. Which okay. Does, and honestly, it doesn't sound appealing because it's not meant to not have a crust. Like it was weird. She looked weird, and and I mean, the reason she looked weird that was my fault. That I was your take fault. That. I will take that. I had so many issues. I don't. I don't use springform pans, <laughs> so like I was. I was a mess. Was it <laughs> was really short? I can't remember. It was so short because I had the springform pan in the wrong direction. Oh my! Right. You know how. 
you know how springform pants have that like little ring that clips on mm -hmm. so basically what happened was not only was it short but the ring that gets clipped on was baked in the center so then it like had this like squozen waistline <laughs> situation on it There's like nothing nothing <laughs> nothing was good and that oh my I God. Will you, that was all that was all my fault. I will claim everything about that. My only thing is we knew it was Basque 50 yeah. seconds in. Yeah. Honestly, you can claim the height. And then I had the brilliant decision of being like, let's put this hot blueberry compote all over the top of it <laughs> so that it looks like a weird, like, craterous, like, just. Oh, yeah. It looked, it looked like a diner so pancake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love the diner pancakes, but you yeah. love a diner pancake. It's just not the challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the first times where Curtis was just like, wow, it looks homemade. Self-taught mod, are we? He could he could really see the self-taught in our in our wow. Pancakes. Yeah. I could too. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, have you? That was not our finest work. How, well, have you since self-taught a Basque cheesecake to yourselves? She has. Well, did you did you see my pictures? Yes. Well, I I I, I do. I'm 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 asking for the benefit. I I know the answer. I'm asking for the benefit of the folks at home. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to give you chance to my pictures too. <laughs> I don't know why they're not following me. I'm and <laughs> I mean, if. If they're correct, they have notifications turned on for when Fatty and I post. Yes. I'm just saying. I'm not even gonna give I'm not even gonna give the listeners the benefit of this assisted <laughs> question. You can either fa follow Fatty and I or you can't. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fair enough. This 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 episode <laughs> is only for those on the deepest of dives, hand uh, hand in hand with Team Fatty. Forever and ever to the end. Like you have to be with I mean, this listen, or not. I'm just gonna say if you if you have made it this far on crumb shoes, that's true. You already you already are obsessed with me and Fatty. You're committed. Okay. <laughs> so, like, listen. Exactly. Yeah. I'm the next step saying. is visit their websites, buy their stuff. Yes. Right. yes. If you not haven't really. already. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> quiche. Quiche game. Ah, was that the next thing? <laughs> my God, it goes yeah. so fast. Oh my God, uh, the tr the trauma. The I had quiche. feelings about quiche. I have feelings about quiche in general as a food item. I, I forever have feelings about quiche. I'm not a no fan. quiche. Okay, pineapples was when I felt gaslighted. Quiche was when I felt like, like um like burning things in the streets like that was when i felt like rioting yeah Ugh. quiche quiche was my revolution um <laughs> I... so here's the deal fatty is a brilliant savory cook thank you fatty can make savory things all day if you're like i want to go to one of their houses and i want to eat breakfast lunch dinner and dessert it's I'm going to send you to Fatty's house. <laughs> it's so here. at the moment quiche became the answer, I felt instantly unhelpful and 
like I was going to be like essentially holding Fatty back from succeeding <laughs> because he all of a sudden didn't have a partner who could carry their own weight. And so, so you I were riding like, his coattails for this. Yes, I just I I felt by if this sh- if this competition was all of a sudden about any type of food and not just focusing right. on desserts, I felt extremely incompetent for being there. Oh. And so I was like I should not be here. This is not the competition that I elected to be in. Right. Right. And I am now and I am now no longer useful to my partner. Oh. Like, is I can measure true. things. Eh. But, yeah, like, that you. was I where my head... That was yeah. where my headspace was. It was, like, sure. I just became... I just became a thousand times less yeah. useful mm-hmm. to this team. Yep. If we are now in savory maybe world. a savory world. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, that's, you know, the great thing about your partnership together is you complement each other, you know, too. And sometimes they're going to be. Well, we do, but we do. But if the rest of the season was going to be. So that was your concern. Any... Yeah. Like if, if because at, at that moment, we didn't sure. know. You have no idea. Yeah. yeah. The one challenge. It could, the next episode could have been make a five course meal with a fish course, a meat course. Yeah, uh, you know, a a pasta soup course, and uh, you know, a scallop appetizer, you know, like whatever. And I'd be like, "Well, um, I can cut your carrots for you, <laughs> and I can, um, I can stir this pot of shallots." You know, like it was like, I just we didn't know at the time that this was going to be like this one flash in the pan challenge. I was like, "Great!" All of a sudden. I am on a show that I wouldn't want to be on. And that's oh. a very different, that's a really different feeling. Is yeah. to like, it's not like I'm on a show that's hard and I'm not doing well. It's a show that I wouldn't have signed up for. Right. Like I was, I was talking with Chopped for a while about doing one of their Chopped Sweets episodes. And every time they called, they would call me and say, hey, this is from Chopped. And I, and I said, the first thing I said every single time I was like, just to clarify, we are having a conversation about chopped dessert, right? And you just said chopped because that's the name of the company. And she's like, yes, absolutely. I very <laughs> am aware that you are a pastry chef. And like, and I said this on every call, almost like you have to ask if they're a cop and they have to say they are kind of thing. You know, like, <laughs> it was like, I just, every time. And so like, I just, I was, I got very, very self-conscious about the fact that I, if this was how the show was turning, I was going to be not able to support. And that was a horrible feeling. Yeah. That would that would be scary. That would be. Well, so so fatty, I mean, you, you go through the, the crime scene kitchen, you're both realizing it's a quiche. And uh were you sensing that oh, T we was didn't. <laughs> we didn't. We so okay, we let didn't me realize it. Yeah, we had no, oh I'm sorry. And let me tell you why. A part of me being a lawyer sometimes working against me is I almost pay too much attention to the language people use and like how they phrase things. And so when the challenge was presented to us, I I started to pay very, very close attention to who's presenting it and the exact language they're using as they present it. Yes. This was presented. 
I can't remember who presented it, honestly. It might have been Yolanda, but I don't remember. Uh, but I distinctly remember that it, when, when it was presented, they said, this dessert challenge. So in my head, I decided they use the word dessert. It is going to be a dessert. I'm already in that world. So whatever they throw at me, it is not going to be savory. So when we rolled up in there, I was just like, I saw this cheese and these ingredients and I saw a sandwich and all this stuff. And I was just like, okay, they're trying to throw us all off because if you're paying attention, they said dessert challenge. Of course, that didn't make the edit because it wasn't a dessert. In fact, it was yeah. a Wow. Huh. So, yeah. And when we started baking, I, I immediately smelled garlic, like somebody was frying garlic. Nice. And, I, and I just turned to T and I was like, somebody's pan frying garlic. Somebody went in a savory direction. So like we either missed something entirely. And I literally was just like, it was probably Cherry and Steph. They probably figured it out. We <laughs> definitely, oh no. You know, like I immediately was just like, so let's just make the best version of whatever we're making and see what happens. And it was again, a dessert that is assembled by different parts of desserts, but it wasn't a dessert that actually already pre-existed, like how all the desserts in the show actually pre-exist, you know? That's right. I forgot right. now. It was so like we're... a French pear tart with like an American right. pie crust. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It was a lot of things thrown together. It was, it was also the Nini Leaks challenge. So like, I remember being like, I don't, I don't know enough about this person to be like, did they set the challenge? So like, do they, is it savory? Is it sweet? And then this also didn't make the cut, but I overhear Nini as she's walking away saying something to Joel about how she actually hates quiche. And <laughs> I'm like, I was just like, okay, so it's definitely not quiche. So like, why would she set a challenge that she doesn't oh want to eat? Wow. So yeah, uh, I, I guess I think, oh, no, no. So I'm just trying to get the order of like like how how this broke down. So you all went with it, yeah, because I've forgotten you went with the dessert on this. Mm -hmm. So at what point, T, did you start getting nervous about like savory stuff? Like, was it? Oh, kind I, got, of I got nervous. I got nervous. I mean, I got nervous in the kitchen because there was non-savory ingredients. But then mm -hmm. the moment it was a quiche, I was like, great, like I'm screwed. Oh. So it's kind of thereafter, okay. Like, all right. Yeah. The the minute the confectioner was like, "It's a quiche," I was like, "Cool, peace out." Like, I'm Aww. not, yeah. I'm not meant to be here. And like, I will say back to like Fatty's whole thing about like wording. Like, my roommate Sarah was the program director at a circus camp that I worked at for years, and she creates all the games that the kids play. And so she has a very, very, very intense amount of knowledge and belief and structure around how games are made and how games are developed and calling something a dessert challenge and then having it be a quiche that is not gameplay that is just mm -hmm. actually like changing rules mid-game yeah. which um is not actually like a good idea um so yeah, this is a very interesting point. And yeah, as, as viewers, we didn't see this because like you said, Fatty, that did not make the cut because I was listening for the same thing. Yeah. I was, because they 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 suggested pretty hard in the previews that it was going to be savory. So I'm like, okay, I'm looking, already looking for that. And I was listening just like you. And I think in the final cut, they said something like dish or something like that, something mm -hmm. more neutral. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, do you think she misspoke? Do you think they did? She said both, and then they just went. What? Like, why would there they do it that way? Huh? There is a teleprompter, my friend. 
Yeah, okay. They don't say a, they do not say a thing. Um, well, okay. During judging, they say anything they want. Right. But during those during all that announcement stuff, it is teleprompted. There is a there is a writer who is very they're editing. We'll see them edit. Yeah. Live. Like cause because there's a teleprompter in like many directions, and there's usually one that we see. And so like we would watch them edit stuff based on like you know, Joel was like, oh, I don't want to say that. And, like, they would edit it and, like, you would see them, like, delete letters and retype it. It was very deliberate that uh, they called it a dessert challenge and then right. made it a quiche. It's just, that's poor gameplay. Yeah. No. That's not fair. Yeah. Yeah, that is strange. Yeah. They yeah. get to do what they want. Yeah. yeah. And in the, <laughs> the theme of the game, it's like, whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, I agree. They should call it what it is. Yeah. Um, all right. So, and remind me, what was the uh, elimination? Also, I, think, I think that sets the tone, by the way, for the celebrities have nothing to do with what dessert yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just, just show the up. The first season, just... it seemed like they set the challenge, but this time it was like, what's happening? Like, are they even connected to this? I don't even, I would doubt they set the challenge in the first season also. Y'all know Dwight Howard ain't eating no eel flotant. Come on. Ah! <laughs> um, so, well, so after this, so after this, Steph and Cherry win. Cherry does a cartwheel. Of course. How, how do you That's feel at this point, competition-wise? Um, like, Steph and Cherry are playing their own game, and the rest of us are fighting for scraps. That's where it's yeah. at. Like, yeah. Yeah. We are just, we know that Steph and Cherry are going to the merge, so everyone else is fighting to be the other two teams in the merge. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you know there's one spot taken. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, right. Steph and Cherry are winning every investigation, and then Tarsha and Chrissy are winning every elimination. So it's like, it's really, they're going, and then one of the other teams is filling that third spot. So we okay. just yeah. do better than at least two other teams, you know? Wow. Yeah. All right, so go in the and remind me. Yeah, what I was got the elimination you. bake here. It was the two tier uh, cake waterfall with lemon. Oh curry. God! Oh yeah, it oh. looks so gorgeous. Oh. I feel like my indignation is just gonna keep getting stronger yeah. and stronger through this, this one podcast. This one had some choices. <laughs> uh, so the um the bonus clue um. Right. Remind me who went to go see that? The fabulous T. Chef T. 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 T did. Fatty, you volunteered T. Yeah. Was that right? Oh, I was in the middle of stacking a cake and engineering it. I was not walking away. I was just, I just looked yeah, at him and I was like, don't care what it is. Go figure it out. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I went. And I walked in and there was this piece of parchment paper on the table. There were these smears that were white on the parchment paper that were visible. They were visible smears. They were not stains. They were physically something on the parchment paper. Oh. And yes. So just to clarify from your podcast, they were not Yeah, we didn't it was not like it was it was not oil stains. It was a physical thing atop the parchment paper. Oh. Almost almost like paint or chocolate. And so they said, 
we are going to show you this clue. You know, I mean, what you saw was what happened. They they put the black light on and they held the black light on that thing for like a minute and then they turned it off. And I said, are we allowed to touch it? And they said, yes. So I went to peel one of the things off of the parchment paper because if it would peel, I knew that it was chocolate. Mm. If it would smear, I knew that it was buttercream. Mm. It was neither. It was UV reactive acrylic paint. (laughs) (laughs) Which is neither. It was hardened. It was hardened paint. I could not lift it off the parchment paper. So therefore, it's neither was buttercream or chocolate. Because buttercream would have smeared. Chocolate, I could have peeled. So I said, well, okay. <laughs> like, I just, there's there's not much I can do with this information about yeah. the material. Because what the, what the clue was, was not a material. Well, well, well was not food. Right. It was paint. So then my takeaway was it glows under UV light in rainbow colors. And so here's the fun thing. A lot of UV reactive paints, when you buy them, they are colored in some way. And then when you put UV light on them, they are brighter, right? This was white. And then when you put the light on it, it turned colors. Now here is my um, slumdog millionaire style knowledge receptacle of my life. Recently, I was in a show where I was electrocuted and then I became possessed with electricity. And so I had paint. I had electric like currents painted all over my entire body, but we had to have it be something that no one would notice under normal light. So we found this one company that makes clear paint that can be used as makeup that glows different colors under UV light. So I had invisible electric current all over my entire body that was only visible under black light. So I was like, well, we have to make a cake that turns rainbow under black light. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because that was the only thing I took away from that clue because it was not food. It wasn't food. So I couldn't. I couldn't interpret it as anything. So I then run back to Fatty and I'm like, Fatty, we have to make a glow in the dark rainbow cake. And he was like, girl, what? No! Like, he, was, he was in the middle of stacking this cake. And like, I don't know what went through your head. Maybe you can reveal. But like, I am sure he was like, I don't have time for tease whimsy right now. And like, he is. He is giving me a level of creativity that I don't have the brain space to like process. And I start looking in the pantry. I'm like, I am going to find the secret UV reactive food dyes that are going to color our our buttercream different colors under blacklight. And then I asked the culinary team, I was like, can I get the blacklight reactive food dyes? And they were like, we don't have those. <laughs> like, no! like, like, for like for ten minutes, I was utterly convinced oh that God. we were made, that like I was right. Um, and then 
all of a sudden I like realized I was like, okay, that's not the case. Like that is not the case. We are not doing this glow in the dark cake. So then I was like, okay, well, it's not chocolate and it's not buttercream, but we know there's a waterfall. And I was like, well, I know how to make something that would look like a waterfall out of buttercream. It was pretty. It's so pretty. It was gorgeous. And I, I still think that was more of a waterfall than what. You it was the most getting. waterfall one. Um, you know, and it's just like, you know, I think that's one of those things where, like, my brain thinks one way, some other people's brains think the other way. I do not see how that clue pointed directly to chocolate over buttercream. No, because you literally tested for that, and it wasn't, you know, so. And, like, I don't know why they couldn't have made them peel off the paper. Because if it peeled off the paper, I would have known what to, like, I would have done that, the thing they wanted. And so, yeah, it was, it was, that was a, I mean, you, you said it too, like, it was three kind of disparate design clues that they decided to throw onto one cake. And like somehow we were supposed to know that the waterfall was going to be the lemons on the side. Like, what? yeah, nothing indicated that, you know? Yeah. So like, it's just, that was a hard challenge because I think they had a design concept in mind and they were like, yeah, like we did it. And I think that like, I don't know if they play tested that really well, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If they well, I think they really, yeah. I think they really wanted the visual in the preview to be like, "Whoa, what's happening now?" Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, it's I, a black light. Well, because I mean, once if if the chocolate lifted off of the paper, I would have still eventually figured out that it was meant to just be visually a rainbow without the black light. Like I would have figured that out. Um, so I get that the black light was purely theatrical. Yeah. But I know too much about UV reactive dyes to have thought illogically about that clue. You know, and like, I think it was just, I, I think I put myself at a disadvantage by knowing too much about that product because I had to look up so much about it. You and were like, weighed down I, by your knowledge. I was, I was. <laughs> And actually, my my senior year, my thesis in costume design, I used fiber optics and UV reactive uh, fabric paint. So, like, I can tell you exactly what I I could tell you everything about the product they made that clue out of. It's just not about food. It's not food. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Wow. It just didn't make sense. So there we are. There's the story. Uh, Well, let's let's power through the merger then. Uh, So merger now. Um and the tart to tan, um and we we you, we talked a little bit about the last episode and why it was so meaningful when you won the safety bake, yeah. um but uh, do you want to talk about that uh, that dessert? Uh, tart to tan. Honestly, it was meaningful for both of us for different reasons. Like for me, that was also around the time that I actually got eliminated on <laughs> Great Chocolate oh. so it was kind of like a double win. Like I got eliminated around that time and I got eliminated for something that I then ultimately produced really well. So for me, it was a redemption with Puff Patry and for T, it was literally the first safety that he's ever won. (laughs) Our reactions were very different for very different reasons, but we were both very pleased with ourselves. It was, 
a beautiful yeah. emotional moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and seeing you guys and just how how great a team you are and yeah. how genuine it was it was awesome seeing that. So we were very happy for you. And also I will say thank you, Gordon Ramsay, because um I have never made a tart to 10 before and I purely made all of the decisions. I I won every part of that recipe. Um purely just based on having watched Gordon Ramsay make a tart to 10 once on a video. Wow. And I was like, okay. Um, so I was like, I'll just do it the way he did it. And it was pretty good. So cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I didn't realize uh, that. I use like Gordon, like a hybrid of Gordon Ramsay's rough puff and Paul Hollywood's rough puff pastry. Oh so <laughs> I just well. like, I was like, Thank I love like both of these things. Thank you, Gordon Ramsay. Seriously. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, He's you know, you guys things. said that the um the tart to tan, uh, I mean, I think you gotta give yourselves credit for getting that one right. I think you gotta give yourselves credit for the getting the crepe cake correct as well. Right. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I think we did. I mean, I think even if you don't even if you don't give yourself credit for anything pre-merger, that uh oh no, wait, you didn't do the crepe cake. You were saying no, we did, you, did you guess did. it when you looked around the we kitchen? We did guess it correctly. Yeah. Well, see, then there you go. There you and go. No shade. We also knew it was 30 and not 25. Million. <laughs> <laughs> no shade. No shade. Um, I will say I'm and this is like partially selfish and also partially just because like it was fun that it happened i wish they had shown who who won top bake in all of the elimination rounds yeah like i was like because it it happened and like it's not like we won them all the time we won them very rarely but like i think it was cool to know you know like it was yeah cool to know as a fan did. like i miss seeing that like because right? in season one you do so yeah so and then uh, there was that so, mushy, the mushy edit, which we'll get to. <laughs> so skip the crepe cake. Yeah, I want to make sure we get in everything, especially a very important dessert coming up. But before that, <laughs> sticky buns. Um, ah, so ah. Fatty, are you saying that's your recipe as well? Then, yeah, I would say the the oh, main yeah. components of that recipe is mine. Like the dough was my recipe. The filling was like my recipe, but T's execution. And then he added like additions that like just enhance the entire experience um yeah that, I'll I'll take credit for that one that one and brownie is like I'll own those uh yeah, and do you sell the sticky buns I know because you said you sell the brownies do you sell the sticky buns I do I sell the sticky buns locally because they don't really ship well but sure. my hope is I'm going to be traveling to Chicago and Madison Wisconsin in the next two weeks and I'm probably going to do a pop-up while I'm there so if you are from that area Check out my Instagram. I will put posts about that. And I'm hoping that as the weather cools, I'll be able to ship them nationally. Um, but right now, it's just way, way, way too hot to be shipping yeah. a yeast enriched dough. Anyway. And they are, and they are currently one of the featured desserts on my tasting menus right now. <laughs> it's awesome. Ticket. Awesome. Very cool. Well, what, before I forget, then shout out your Instagrams real quick again and your websites, and, yeah. and then we'll get back to this. Mine is at F-A-S-U-O-D, which is my initials. And it my website is my name, Fadi Oda, F-A-D-I-O-D-E-H dot com. And you can find me either of those places. Awesome. And, and I am at and I'm at Cirque du Soufflé. If you just spell Cirque du Soleil but switch it to a souffle, you're good. 
And then my website is chef-t.com. Yeah, definitely check that out and go back to our last episode to hear even more about all that fantastic stuff if you didn't hear it already. Um, so sticky buns, I want to try those. Anti-gravity cake. Yes, you're <laughs> Wait, can, I, can we can we go back to sticky buns for a second, just based on the fact that Fatty and I slayed that challenge so hard? Yes. Um, yeah. There was one challenge in the entire show where when a contestant Un, like plated their dessert onto their cake stand. Curtis Stone ran in front of the camera people and took a photo with his cell phone yeah. close up of that dessert. And that dessert was this sticky bun. He just looked at us and he was like, y'all, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, get ready to eat it, boo. <laughs> He like literally took away like all professionalism of like, you know, don't get in the camera, like don't get in the camera person's way and like all this stuff. He was just like, "Uh, nope, I need to, I need a picture of that on my phone right now. Oh my God. (laughs) And then he tried them and they were the most amazing thing. He threw away his fork forever. (laughs) He threw away his fork. Yolanda almost risked her fashion yes that that was amazing (laughs) honestly that was probably one of the biggest wins is to have like to have a food professional who is like could be inundated with food and consumption to get him excited enough to look like a child approaching like a food item was like the biggest validation I could have experienced honestly and That's I also like I also want to say that the, I think the reason I'm serving it and the thing I talk about when I'm serving it at my tasting menus right now is like that truly that dessert itself was truly a collaboration between our two brilliant minds mm-hmm. like there were many times where Fatty was like I got this and I was like tell me what to do mm-hmm. or like I was like I got this and he was like okay what do you need support with and then basically, I, he was like, I'm going to do the dough. He's like, can you start making the filling? And I looked at the filling and I was like, can I like work this? And he's like, boo, like, do you? And then I just like started doing like confection stuff with it. And so like it true, like the thing that came out of that was truly both of us operating on the most of our abilities <laughs> yes. and just truly, truly merging them into the deliciousness that you saw. So I like- there were many times where we worked on a dessert and it was like more one person's were the others that I mean I still want everyone to know like that win was because of fatty and I don't think we won but like it, we won anyway I don't really care about the show um <laughs> but like that the reason it happened so great is because like we were both firing on all of our cylinders really? um and it was great I feel like we were also finally in a groove like we weren't as concerned about like the things we weren't getting we were just like really oh yeah we were getting and like it just yeah. like, okay this is our kitchen now we're fine let's just yeah. keep rolling yeah at that at that point we definitely calmed down from the don't get eliminated feelings and we're like mm-hmm. we're just making delicious stuff whatever like we don't care <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome fatty yeah anti-grab cake oh gosh i forgot about that for a second <laughs> go Okay. Um, I identified what it was almost immediately once we saw the book clue. I was just like, okay, I know what we're making. I've seen them on Instagram like all summer at that point. And I was like, 
I guess that makes sense, you know? Um, I looked at T and was like, neither of us are really sculptors and neither of us have done, we don't really do this kind of like Instagram kind of like mm -hmm. fat bakes. Like it's not really our thing. Um, but like, we understand the mechanics of these bakes. So like, I understood the engineering components, but I don't work with, um, cereal treats very often. I don't work with fondant rarely ever. Um, I don't even work with a lot of color. Color is like a new thing for me that I'm playing with. Um, so yeah, <laughs> color theory was terrible. I made everything flesh toned, even though I tried not to. I specifically told myself, you're making a cylindrical object. Don't make a penis. <laughs> I literally said it to myself. I said it out loud and I said it to D. I was just like, I'm not going to do that because you know what? We're going to be that team. Like everyone expects us to be that team. So literally everything I set out not to do, I just went ahead and accomplished with uh, vigor and aplomb. So you're welcome, America. And then every fix we tried, every fix we tried just made it worse and worse. And then suddenly we had three minutes on the clock. And he, thank God he didn't confess this to me until like recently. He was just like, yeah, at seven minutes, I turned around and looked at what you had done and just realized we can't fix this. So I'm not going to say anything. No, it was like, it was like when you're, it was like when your friend's about to go out on a date and like they are 10 seconds away from the restaurant and they realize that there's like a hole in the back of their dress right where their butt cheek is. And like, you're just like, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just not gonna say anything. Cause it's just gonna, it's just gonna make you get in your head. 100%. And I'd rather risk the fact that you don't know about it and maybe it doesn't become a thing. Oh, so I was yeah. like, I'm just not gonna bring this up. I'm just not gonna bring this up. Um, when I got offset, <laughs> like, apparently I was the only one in probably a hundred people who did not see it. And <laughs> our makeup artist, Sheena, like, runs up to me and grabs me by both shoulders. And she's like, tell me, did you do it on purpose? Did you do it on purpose? I'm like, what are you even talking about right now? And she's just like, you didn't see it? And then she pulled me to the monitors and she's like, Fatty, what do you see? <laughs> I just see a cake. I worked really hard. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and then I just started laughing. Cause like, what are you supposed to do? I'm like, yeah, all of America thinks I'm just this huge pervert now. And that's great. <laughs> Thank you, America. <laughs> like bachelorette parties, I'm available. <laughs> like, let's do it. It's just that oh, now they know. It's not that they think. They just confirm. I mean, if the subconscious plays a part, like, I have psychiatrist friends, I'll ask them. I'm sure they have opinions about this. <laughs> oh, my right. God. Well, um, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm basically out of time, but I gotta get some thoughts on the finale before we go, so. Okay. Uh, uh, Cruffins, Dark and Stormy, what would you have to, what, what's, what sticks most in your mind from, from the finale? Um, I still have I mean, we, <laughs> we missed the pan, you know? We missed the pan. Like, I saw it. It was in my hands. I did not see that it was used. And honestly, it probably wouldn't have even occurred to me. Like, it just really did not. If I, uh, if I had seen the pan, the sad thing is I would have known exactly what we were supposed to do. But we didn't see the pan until, like, 15 seconds till the end. And it just, that was not the time. You know, so we missed the pan. Yeah, we missed it. That's it. But we still, 
laminated our faces off. Yeah. yeah. Camille told me that I am French, which <laughs> oh, made me nice. cry. Well, they and were trying the to get antagonists. Oh, whatever. I was I was over that challenge the moment we finished investigating the kitchen. Like nothing about that felt like a game plan. It didn't feel good. Like I think that was the time. I think that was we've we've gone into our own kitchen a few times not knowing like all the details, but mm-hmm. we knew some of it. We're like, I know, you know, I know we're making this, but like, what do you think about this? I feel like we walked into that kitchen after investigation for the cake and we were just like, what are we supposed to make? And we just like talked a lot and just like kept talking until we made any sort of plan. I don't know. I don't think I had any confidence in the plan. I just knew like we had five hours, so we had to start doing things. Right. We had to start doing things fast. And there's there's no point in dawdling, right? There's no point in dawdling. And we already, like, we already knew we weren't confident in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so it wasn't like, oh, gosh, like, what if we start working on the wrong thing? Like, we, you know, it was like, it was like yeah. do we start working on the wrong thing now or do we start working on a different wrong thing after talking for 10 more minutes, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That so, was really tough. It happened. That was really tough. Yeah. Well, I will say, um, in reverse of the set, that cake got a glow up on TV, my gosh. Okay that we i'm just gonna admit it that cake looked that cake looked it looked on in person i was like really i was like ooh, we did not nail uh the visual aspect of this tv medium today and then all of a sudden we showed up on tv and i was like is that what we did <laughs> no, great. Yeah. Um, yeah it like you know, she looked she looked good from ten feet away. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely used some Instagram filters. Like there was definitely some auto. Oh, there was face tune. There was face tune involved. She got some lip injections. <laughs> she got she got yeah. her eyes lifted. It was um, that was like, and at that, that point, like you're just creatively so fatigued. Like you've just been, mm-hmm. you've made oh, yeah. everything that you could possibly make in your repertoire. Like you thought of every imaginable combination, and like you're just like this is it. Like this is the hail mary. This is the bake that like counts for all the bakes. And so like there's this added pressure of just like not only do you want to perform well, but you also like really want to do the closest. And like our accuracy was already <laughs> a challenge to begin with. <laughs> first of all thank you so much for doing these two episodes this has been an incredible journey and obviously we still have more we could talk about in the future when you have more stuff like when when more stuff gets going with fruity spice or you just have something else you want to talk about come back in the show and we can you know get deeper into some of the stuff that we kind of skipped over tonight uh but thank you so much uh for all of this and um uh i know all the fans out there are appreciative of of all this wonderful information. I've learned a lot in this in this talk. Yeah. Um, and what, what, I'll I'll leave you with uh, one question: uh, If there's an all stars, are you two in? Yeah. I, I mean, mean as long as we can take time away from our extremely lucrative business ventures, yeah, that are happening. You know, in, including our pop up restaurant residency at Curtis Stone's restaurant. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as we can. As long as we can figure out time away from that, um, then like yeah, I guess I could see um, with my assistant if 
um, if we have the time to work work that in, if we can work that in. Yeah. Thank you guys Thank so, you so, so much. much. We'll, You're the best. We'll talk to you later. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been a Power Team Studios production.